Hey, my friend, it's Julie Clough here, your life and grief coach. Welcome to the Build a Life After Loss podcast. I'm thrilled to bring you uplifting grief support and hope for rebuilding your life one small step at a time. Our mission is to transform lives through enduring hope, loving compassion, skilled support, and effective steps to healing after loss. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 136, Secondary Pain. I have so many amazing podcast episodes planned for you as we move forward to a new year at 2022. Hard to believe. (laughs) Also, on January 20th, we anticipate the opening of the True Hope Club. This will be a place for you to get answers to your questions, tools, and great grief information and understanding. And it's a place to develop emotional skills. It's going to be so good. So good. I'm so excited. It's going to be so helpful. It's just an amazing place and something I wished I'd had when I was in a hard place a few years ago after my kids died, or even after the divorce from my first husband or when my brother died. When I think about it, wow, I think about how life-changing it would have been to know then what I know now. Be sure you're on the wait list at buildalifeafterloss.com slash list to join that hopeful community for empowering grief support and healing work. Next week, I have a wonderful interview prepared for you. You're going to love it. It's If you've read my book, Miracles in the Darkness, you'll maybe remember how much I love music. Music is powerful. It can help shift your emotions. It can even help you cry when you need a good cry. I encourage you to do that. It can inspire hope and faith. It can get you moving. I used to turn on uh, uplifting, like, you know, with a driving beat music so that I could get my apartment cleaned when I was in college. I remember that specifically. I can remember the songs I played. Music is just really super powerful. And when we use it intentionally, it can be really, really empowering. Recently, I heard my friend Seidel Schultz share some powerful insights on the song, When You Believe, from the Prince of Egypt. That was a a movie many years ago. It was an animated movie many years ago. It was such a great message about hope and miracles, and I just knew she needed to be on the podcast to share this message it's really going to be it's going to be an amazing interview you're going to love it today's episode is going back to this quote pain is inevitable suffering is optional maybe you've heard that quote before pain is inevitable suffering is optional when you break a leg you feel pain when someone dies you feel pain when you lose a job or get sick you feel pain When you go through a breakup or divorce, you feel pain. Life hurts. Life is just plain hard sometimes. There are life events that cause feelings of grief. Pain is a natural response to loss. It's okay to be sad. The holidays are upon us and perhaps you're missing a loved one or experiencing other circumstances that cause you to feel sad this season. It's okay to be sad. I have to keep reminding my clients of this. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to cry. Crying is a release of the pain. Crying is an outlet 
for the pain. Pain is inevitable. And it's really interesting because crying is a release of the pain. Crying is an outlet. And pain is just part of the process of grieving and adjusting and adapting and growing to this place where we can release the pain, where we can let go of that pain. But when we think things like, I shouldn't cry, this means I'm bad, this means this is a terrible sign that I'm crying, I'm going backwards, all those thoughts create suffering. It creates suffering. But when you cry knowing that you're releasing the pain, knowing that it's doing you good, then then you're experiencing that clean pain. But when you heap additional suffering on top of that by thinking this is bad, there's something wrong with me, then you create so much more pain. It's okay to experience the pain of loss. Show yourself some compassion and remember, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel pain. But suffering is self-inflicted. It comes when we feel sad, and instead of thinking, of course I feel sad, I'm coping with fill in the blank, versus thinking there's something wrong with me because I'm sad. Thinking there's something wrong with me because I'm sad creates suffering. That thought creates suffering. There's something wrong with me creates massive suffering. Thinking I'm dealing with a loss that's pain. But thinking I'm not good enough is suffering. Thinking I'm sad because of this breakup is is pain. That's clean pain. Thinking no one will ever love me again is suffering. I hope you're seeing that distinction that the suffering is self-inflicted by our thoughts where we turn the the pain of a loss into an attack on ourselves personally. When we're in pain, we are more sensitive. We just feel more vulnerable. Things people say may rub, rub you wrong. Things that happen may create more angst in you than it would have in the past if you weren't experiencing the pain of loss. But you create suffering when you ruminate over what someone said or did. You create suffering when you worry about why you weren't invited to a party or why your friend didn't stop by to check on you when you thought they should have or someone didn't send you a Christmas card or, or, or make a phone call, call you. And usually they do. Sure, feel sad about it, but don't linger on it. In other words, Give yourself an hour or even a day to be disappointed, but is there any upside to fretting about it for days and weeks? That's what creates suffering. Our brain, in some ill-conceived effort to keep us safe, wants to make up stories that aren't true and are hurtful. What if someone said to me after my kids died, well, at least you have other children, Of course, that is insensitive. It's an insensitive thing to say. And I could make up all kinds of stories about how hurtful and inappropriate it is, etc., etc. 
I don't know what they really meant by that. Chances are that they were just trying to say something in an effort to help me feel better. But of course, that doesn't help. What, but what is the value? What is the value in making up a harmful story around it? What is the value in me thinking about it, ruminating about it, pondering on it over and over again, creating this, this greater pain? As Byron Katie would ask about my made-up story, is it true? Can you absolutely know it's true? Of course not. So what's the point in rehearsing the made-up hurtful story? None that I can think of. So feel the sting, but then let it go. Acknowledge the hurt, and then let it go, because the real hurt is the loss. That's clean pain. Dirty pain is when you make up harmful stories about yourself, your worth, and your lovability. Because you've experienced a loss does not make you less lovable or less worthy. You are still just as worthy, as lovable, and as loving as always. You've just experienced a loss. You're experiencing pain. You're experiencing grief. So pay attention to the unnecessary added pain you heap on yourself. Don't create secondary pain. It's the season of vulnerability, and it's easy to feel particularly sore because of your loss. Keep it as clean as possible. When the dirty secondary suffering happens, feel the sting, acknowledge the sore, and then let it go. Even turn on some sad music and allow yourself to have a good cry about what's really causing you pain. But let go of the suffering. Did you gain something from being here today? If so, will you leave a five-star rate and review the podcast? By doing that, you are helping to spread hope. Thank you. And don't forget to add your name to the wait list for the True Hope Club at buildalifeafterloss.com slash list. Have a wonderful week. Remember, I believe in you. Love you. Bye.